Welcome into Hoops Forum, a production of Radius Athletics and a Quick Timeout podcast. I'm Tony Miller, and my co-host Randy Sherman will join us here in just a second. As always, thanks to our sponsors over at 323 Sports. If you're looking to spend less on team packs this season, but still get more, check out 323 Sports' famous $55 team packs. Four pieces of apparel, that's a short sleeve tee, a long sleeve tee, shorts, and a hoodie, all for $55. To find out more about what they can do for your program, visit 323sports.com, or you can contact a sales rep at sales at 323sports.com. They'll be sure to do it right for your basketball program. This is another one of our X's and O's. So if you're listening to this, you're going to miss out kind of on uh, some of the key features here that we're going to be showing. A lot of diagrams, some videos even sprinkled in. So if you are listening to it, I encourage you to go back and watch the full episode on the Radius Athletics YouTube page. Randy, we're uh, as the season approaches here, I know coaches are probably gearing up and thinking a little bit more about their playbooks and Mm-hmm. Uh, we've given some warnings as to not just add everything that uh, you see, but even in regards to like the the things that we'll discuss today, kind of thought yeah. process behind it and uh, maybe why it appeals to a lot of different types of coaches, no matter what you're coaching. Yeah, I think I think what we what we agreed to talk about today are, are just some common common actions or combinations of thing uh, of actions that a lot of coaches run in in a traditional fashion and you and i sort of dug into our fast model libraries and found examples of the same actions common very common some of them really old school actions that that stem say from different alignments different uh, situations maybe half court sets sideline baseline but sort of taking some some um, popular and common uh, actions or combinations of actions and looking at them through different lenses, whether that be out of bounds, set, horns, five out, box, all kinds of th- stuff. So th- getting getting the same action from different shapes. Let's just call it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it here. Go ahead and pull this up here. So the two that we're going to stick with today. Uh, flex and Spain. I think every time I post yeah. either a flex or a Spain diagram on uh, Twitter, it usually goes nuts. And to your point, doesn't matter what you're coaching or what your favorite ATO alignment is or um, what you run, even you know five out, four out, whatever, you can use these and integrate these into your playbook. And I know a lot of us don't necessarily like design our own plays, but there, I even last year, felt a little bit more because of the team that we have and being a little bit creative, I guess, like Mm -hmm. uh, we were able to take these basic actions and not really do a whole lot, but integrate them into how we played. Didn't matter who we were playing against, usually created some open shots for us. So just some ideas. We'll start out with kind of the easiest one here, but um, if you're a horns team, then a simple flex action. I have seen this several different ways. I went back mm-hmm. into my library and typed in horns and flex and got about four different versions of this. Yeah, um, but this is about the simplest one. You could also shoot the one right down the middle. Um, you mm-hmm. can even use the two as somebody who goes cross screen, down screen, and then just kind of like flare the one out to replace two in the corner. Uh, but if your one's a good shooter, this is probably one you want to go with. But just a simple entry to the high post and then the cross screen. And then the down screen there in frame number two, 
uh, for your shooter coming off of that. So, you know, again, feel feel free to creatively uh, move people around if you want the five, the one that's setting the down screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like sometimes when I post these, people look at this and like, no, that's wrong. I want my five doing this. I want my four. Like, you know, your personnel, you just make the adjustments. Them. Yeah, just switch <laughs> yeah. Stuff around. <laughs> okay. okay. Just uh, the numbers. Yeah. Numbers. I tell people sometimes the numbers don't even really mean a whole lot, uh, depending on how many layers you go and frames you go into it. But uh, this is almost like a setting up what we want to talk about. Yeah, next. this is introductory, right? Yeah. This is this is, and that's good. That this is, um, you know, one thing that that I've seen um, pretty common here that's not diagrammed on this would be when one hits four, that piece of the horns, the other piece of the horns back screens for them. So we may get a, a, a scoring opportunity on a back screen lob or something like that to our one. If they don't uh, hedge or show on that or switch effectively or something like that, that could be a back screen mm-hmm. from five for one and then right into the flex action. Yeah, yeah, that was good. So feel free to move people around, add in a back screen or something else sure. maybe yeah. along the way. But um, don't be married to I got to get a scoring look from this action because sometimes if you add in the back screen or whatever you might get a scoring opportunities and that's really what i like i yeah i like the plays that do have those back-to-back actions but i want as many scoring opportunities in three four seconds as possible and this is one that's really basic but that can get you probably three or four scoring looks depending on how the defense plays you so horns flex Probably our, uh, like we said, entry-level play that we want to talk about here. This one gets a little bit more involved, and I'll let you talk people through this one, Randy. Yeah, I pulled this one from my Princeton resources because I, I I felt like, um, you know, there's a good segment of our audience who's maybe interested in that offense, but maybe is like, how could I get some something, um, a wrinkle or a or a um, you know, a different uh, action such as flex integrated with it. So what you see in the, the first frame is just a simple, um, uh, I would call this a wave, the wave, a wave entry where we don't make a guard-to-guard pass. The player two in the, in the left slot just cuts down the lane line and over the top of five, brushing them opens where we enter into the elbow. And, and, then, um, and then we're into the, once we hit the elbow, we're into the flex action where, where two is going to you know, cut over the top of five um, normally they would continue out to the corner and we would form a double side over there, but here we're going to get into flex action. So we've hit the elbow and we're, we're going to, uh, you know, cross screen down screen for, for player four, they're dropping to that right corner. Um, so, you know, if, if you, if you've been in your Princeton sequences, you know, and, and running through them in a game, then all of a sudden hit them with a, with a, with a flex action, as a as a as a different um, sort of sequence of movements than re- your regular point over away under all that stuff, you 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 might you might find an, a scoring opportunity there or get an easy basket off the flex cutter or the screen the screen. We are not a Princeton team, but we are a four out one in team that mm-hmm. runs and tries to look in transition and does a lot at the beginning of our possession. But you could very easily, I, I, we could do this, where you four out one end, run to the other end of the floor, go through whatever actions you want, and then immediately go to this flex action and basically get the same kind of thing. Obviously, it turns into Princeton. but um, So if you're a four out one end team, maybe even think about using yeah. something like this. Just playing uh, off the elbow right yep. there. Yeah. Yep. 
So, yeah, this one's real good. I like this one. We'll come back with another point action for you. So, Princeton offense coaches, don't go anywhere. This one, five out of all the rage. We'll talk about our five out masterclass that we're going to be doing here at mm-hmm. the end of the month, at the end of the uh, session. So, don't leave. Make sure you stick around to that for that to find out more about that. But this is a flex action out of five out. Um, kind of uses your your five as a as a screener ball screener so you might get a scoring opportunity out of that even before what's diagrammed here uh, but just to screen away it comes back to the ball and then you've got your cross screen so in all these diagrams I think most of us are wanting our two to be the one that's coming off of that final pin down screen so just getting your two down into that cross screen with the five so he cuts to the basket off of five down screen and then you have the cross screen for your three and then your one setting your down screen some coaches may not like this i know guard to guard they may feel like they just might switch that but um we had a lot of guard to guard this year and we ended up with a lot of open looks so you might be surprised at, at how many yeah, you get you've got to that. execute a lot of switching there when it all comes together in frame right. two so right yeah for and sure. i like the curl pop to begin with that's one of my favorite just like I know you get that you pass screen away curl pop and and sometimes just that can generate a shot or uh, uh, off that pop and then you go right into the flex action i i'm digging that yeah this one's cool this one's cool when the season gets underway your time is limited and often important aspects of your life get overlooked including your health late nights studying film stress levels are high you're constantly eating out on the road, and working out becomes non-existent. The fundamentals of basketball help you win games, and the fundamental habits of exercise and nutrition will improve your health so that it doesn't take a backseat during the season. Start building healthy habits of nutrition and exercise that maximize your time and manage your stress. My name is Craig Richards, and I am an online fitness and nutrition coach. If what I've just described sounds like something you struggled with, I'm here to help. In the description of this podcast is a link to a free workout plan. All workouts are under one hour to capitalize on your time. If you'd be interested in something more personal and hands-on, a link to one of my coaching applications is in the description as well. Just as you invest time in the game of basketball and the improvement of your team, Make sure you invest time in the improvement of your health. And then we have a, a stack version of flex. Yeah, this this is um, this is a kind of a little different formation where we're, we've got three players right in the middle of the court with a one, five, and two stacked. And and uh, um, I picked this up from watching some Miami Heat games and and really thought this would be good to include today because the formation's a little unique um, in that when we stack two and five, we could also just abandon this play and one drive it to his or her right or left because we've got deep corners. We're, we're compressing two players on the nail. So we've got space to either side. Um, but yeah, we want the the second of the players in the stack to, to, to sort of pop, you know, maybe we dribble offset and then pop opposite like that. Um, and and then back screen for the passer when, when we hit the player popping off the nail. Um, again, that's that's scoring opportunity number one. We might catch them on a back screen. They don't hedge or show or or switch effectively there. 
Um, then, then it just flows right into flex where player five and frame two, after they set the back screen, would separate from that screen to get this the catch, setting up sort of like the 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 trademark guard to guard pass and flex, and then we're right into the flex action with the piece in the right corner using the baseline um, flex uh, cross screen and then down screen. So we're we're right into flex from this stack at the nail formation from uh, the Miami Heat. I love this one because of the space that you described. Like you start with that huge two two and a half uh, person mm-hmm. gap there at the top that your one could very easily just drive it and score it. And they could start to drive it. And if they get cut off, then that initiates the two popping out. Mm-hmm. I could even see like, somebody a defender x2 like overplaying two and maybe you're getting like a back cut to the basket but if that doesn't happen then flowing right into flex yeah and then you got your cross screen and your down screen so uh yeah, we had a unique formation that's why i picked it yeah it's great we had a very good our best three-point shooter was our point guard last year and so this would have been like perfect for our one coming off of that to get a shot there on the mm-hmm. opposite wing so i like mm-hmm. this one a lot cool all right, and this is the last one in our flex series here, but out of a okay. blob. Um, I don't know that as many people think about integrating these types of actions, these popular actions, whether it's a stagger or a flex or even kind of like a pistol action out of your blob. But once you get the ball in, just simply a cross screen and then a down screen, and we got a ton of looks um, off of off of this anytime that we, we, we get a ton of looks off of this anytime we run it. So I like this one. Um, yeah, I feel like to run this. Sorry to interrupt. I feel like our our um, our faction of our audience that are high school coaches have probably seen this because yeah. you see a lot of flex offense. A lot of coaches want to sort of marry their their baseline out of bounds package with their basic offense, so they can just sort of like run run the baseline out of bounds. Maybe maybe get a, a quick scoring opportunity, but it then connects to their base offense and they just get, get it going, get to get the ball movement and the cutters and the screening going. Yeah. And when I watch, this was a Kansas play and they actually, if you're confused looking at frame two, they curled one. So he was Mm -hmm. open there or you could straight pop him out for a shot at the three point line, but they curled him out and then isolated. I can't remember if it was McCormick or who it was. It was somebody who really could, but gave him the ball and then kind of like isolated them with no help on the left side of the floor. And he was able to just drive it and kind of muscle his way to the basket and score. Yeah. Probably before your time, but the old, the old, um, the old Gary Williams, Maryland teams, Mm. they were a great flex team. And one of their trademarks was when they ran this flex action. So they run the cross screen and the screener would then sort of duck in and seal. And they, instead of, you know, making the guard to guard pass, they would look back and throw it into that screener who's maybe man showed on the flex cutter. And then he would just duck in and like, he called it crab walk in on the guy and like step in front of him and throw back to the guy on, on that isolation right there. That was the old Terrence Morris teams. And those are some really good teams. Great teams. Juan yeah. Dixon and those guys. Yeah. yeah really good. So we got right. some video of something sort of adjacent to this, sort of like an, a, a, a showing a team, the Arizona Wildcats. This is from several years ago, but you can see they start with a four low and then just get right into flex off of the off of the um, the four low alignment. So they just pop up like you diagram. They make the over the top pass and then cross screen, 
guard to guard down screen and they entered they entered to the post coming off the cross screen but yeah they just go right into flex off the one four flat yeah again a little bit different but still gets yeah. to the same thing and you can adjust based off your personnel as who you want getting the ball and where you want them to get it and a good example of sort of connecting your inbounds with your offense so you get right if you were a flex team you just run this and go right 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 to work yeah and that's what i really like about sets i'd encourage coaches to think about like how can we get this to connect as quickly and as swiftly and as seamlessly to the next thing if we don't mm -hmm. get the scoring opportunity out of mm -hmm. that quick hit or whatever it is that's a good point all right so that's flex and we have some more if you are interested i have some a lot more flex type actions if you're yeah. a different type of team feel free to reach out to to randy or i but this is spain so moving on this is another one of those that everybody uh loves to to find and pick out and those that have maybe been watching some of the international ball that's been going on right now you always see some spain from pretty much everybody these days but this first one here again out of your point series yeah, I think first let's let's sort of maybe for maybe our if there's somebody watching or listening who doesn't know what we mean by Spain, let's define that. Basically, what we're talking about is a ball screen, and then a third player screening for the ball screener. So you get the same screen, the screener action is flex, but the action's at the ball at the at the ball screen in, instead of all off the ball. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, this is a again, I, I went to my Princeton library and, and found, OK, how could we integrate a popular modern ish or, or, or com, you know, thing that's in vogue right now with a classic offense like Princeton and, and found this example. So so we go guard to guard um, in frame one, cut over the top of the post to free them up at the elbow, hit the player at the elbow in frame two and go point screen away. The key here is once we go screen away and we reject the screen, you see player three rejecting to the rim, the screener popping back, is I need player three to hang out under the rim. Don't go anywhere. Normally they would just, if they didn't get the ball and the reject, they would empty over here to the to the side and form, form a, a double side over here. But here I need them just to hang out under the rim because they're going to be our Spain screener, if you will. So hang out under the rim. We hit, we hit the pop man when we go reject pop. We hit the pop man. We chase that into a ball screen, and then the guy comes right up the gut and, and sets the back screen for, the, for, the, for, the, for player five to get the Spain action there in, in frame four. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That's great. Yeah, the key is just hang out under there, let, hit the pop man, let him, let, him, let him chase it out for the ball screen, and then whack his man right in the back for the, back, for the screen the screen. And everybody likes Spain because if you even if you don't get the to the five, what typically happens is X three drops down to help out, yeah. and then you create separation for three to pop out the three point line. It's a long closeout. Yeah, you get the throwback. Yeah, yeah, throwback for a three point attempt. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one I got this one from the Dallas Mavericks, uh, an ode to Randy and his yes, Texas sir. teams there. Yes, sir. But again, out of horns, and you've got the ball screen to start out with. And actually, no, this one starts out with a flare. So that's why I like this one even better is because you start out with the four or five flare and you can get that okay, if you've got so, a stretch yeah. four for a shot or you can move right into like a two-man game with the four and the two on that side of the floor. But then after the flare by four out to the wing, then five comes and sets a ball screen. And while that's happening, two is coming up to kind of 
get underneath. And so instead of hanging out underneath the basket, the long run from the corner mm-hmm. to the free throw line is what helps with the timing for this. So the timing is five sets the flare for four and two starts to move towards the free throw line, like loops up the lane there. Five twists and sets the ball screen. And now two gets into position at the free throw line and two back screens for five. And again, you've got that small to big. So X2 is probably going to drop to take away something at the rim or get dunked over. And then two separates out to the three-point line, and you have the throwback potentially that's not diagrammed there. Yeah, being an avid Mavericks watcher, I've seen this one with um, Luca to Dwight Powell for some flair, and everybody paid for some dunks here. From, um, Booker so, in the middle of the floor. And, yeah, I like the I like the and four cutting across too nice. because that could also be that one's good. That way, um, I would yeah, encourage you, know, you to think about adding that when people that, add that. that. that like an ATO, accentuate yeah, the ball screen that you could have right out of timeout or something like that, even the, if you're not a major horns team there. All right, and then here, here's a, a video of it. It's not Dallas, but it is. Yeah, so Phoenix I wanted to include at the a end, little bit of variety. Burn, so, and that's one of the um, advantages of this to is take a if a team, even if a team like knows that this is coming, they will a lot of times put a lot of attention to the You could use it even in your, in your inbounds from package. those corner so, players. Um, this this that, set that, that I, can I like as you see, so, if you're watching, uh, comes yeah, from we'll the Utah Jazz. Part of um, sideline out of bounds, you know, standard placement around the timeline or something like that. I like staggered screens. Um, so here's here it starts with a stagger, and and um, the player coming off the stagger is who we're going to enter into from out of bounds. Um, in this diagram, it's player two. Again, we may just set good screens, and the guy come right off of those for a shot. Or or but let's say they get the catch, but they're you know the, the maybe there was a switch or the guy kind of na- navigated all the screens and he's sort of the defenders there on the catch. Well, what's next? The second screener is going to turn screen for player five. And as you see in frame one, I want our point guard to hang out under the rim again. Like I talked about in the other cities, hang out in the gut, hang out under the rim. And and when the stagger comes, we get the catch, we turn and ball screen, just come up the gut and, and, and get into the Spain action with the ball screen. And then, then the inbounder too, after they hit the player coming off the stagger, go, and sort of build that sort of stack or horns-like formation by just taking that right corner. The key with these is that small to big screen that allows you to take advantage of either a small defender trying to help out or after it, the shooter being able to give space and be somebody who can hit the shot or, as you saw in the video, somebody who can put it on the floor and drive an attacking close out there. Mm-hmm. And this this does a great job. That's to your point about the stagger. Like we could have very easily this week picked staggers to use, mm-hmm. and maybe we will in the future. But staggers, everybody is finding that two actions back to back. So in this case, pin down, pin down, or in a Spain action, back pin screen, down, pin down, ball screen, ball screen, <laughs> yeah. ball screen, back screen. Like that is tough to guard for anybody. And if you want something that's going to get you a scoring option really quickly, set two screens or in a row. Or we may do next week a Chicago action pistol type stuff where it's ball screen handoff or handoff ball screen, and you will you will you will force the defense to choose which one of these do we want to give up, um, and you'll get some sort of scoring option out of it. So yeah, yeah it's good. Okay, and then this I think this is the 
I have this one. Yeah, this is the one. It's the last one. I included okay. this one because this is different from anything that we've done, but it um, pays tribute to old school four high. So if you're still Absolutely. a four high person, or uh, I know a lot of great stuff out of four high, then this is one that you can use with Spain and uh, not by accident by UCLA itself. So the old UCLA cut there mm -hmm. that immediately gets into the opportunity for you to get a back screen with the two that just passed the ball off. You could use this with your one as well. Uh, just come down the floor, set up in your four high, pass off to the wing there. Mm -hmm. And then you get the UCLA cut that immediately goes to a ball screen, to a back screen. Uh, if you Again, with the numbers, if you want to move it around so your four is not the one coming off the ball screen, maybe you feel like your four or five ball screen combination is not what you want it to be, then, then put a guard at that spot that's maybe sure. setting the ball up, uh, set, setting the ball screen up. So, um, yeah, just threw this one in there to – to use a different alignment that we hadn't used before. Yeah. So this is a good, another good example of sort of taking a, a, a modern day concept that's popular now and, and how to integrate it with a classic offense, the UCLA one four high. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Run this, this one, this one in particular is from the Lakers here, but okay. Um, I've seen UCLA run some things connected to this as well. So cool. there's some, just some, again, some ideas that maybe some things that you can use with your, your particular alignment that you like to use the best one and we can make these available to you um if you need fast model fast draws uh trades that's fine sure. a lot of people will ask by the way what what are you guys using uh, randy and i both use fast draw to draw these up and the mm -hmm. advantage with fast draw very easy to to trade plays and send stuff so we can send you entire playbooks or um individual plays so Feel free to reach out to us about that. We do also want to tell you about something that I mentioned earlier with our Tuesday, September 27th masterclass. Randy, why don't you tell them what we're planning for that? We're going to talk about five out early offense, September 27th, 7.30 p.m. Central time. That's a Tuesday night. Uh, we'd love to love for you to join us live. And, and uh, it's a topic that I've done some uh, – I'm hesitant to call anything original in basketball, but like, like kind of borrowed some different concepts, blended them together to create maybe a new package that that's that um, I've, I've spoken about this before, but what I've sort of planned for this clinic that you and I are doing is to sort of explore one of the entries into the offense a little bit deeper um, to give some unique content that I've not, um, put out there yet to, to, um, patrons of the, uh, clinic. So I, I'm, uh, yeah, again, September 27th, 7 30 PM. Uh, I've sent out an email about it. You can find it on, on, on my Twitter, you know, uh, link in the bio will take you to a place to register to, to get involved into that clinic. Um, and I do think even if you register, you watch the clinic live. Maybe you can see all or part of it and, and, and want to go back and watch it. You'll have access to that after the fact as well. So, yeah, five out early offense. Um, that's the topic. It's going to be fun. We'll leave you with and we'll give you, uh, after that's over, diagrams and handouts. Mm -hmm. so you'll have things that you can actually take with you. And then, like Randy said, you will have forever access to that to go back and watch the replay. And uh, that is only available, though if you sign up for the course. And so we'll put that down in the description below this tweet. And we'll also make sure that we regularly post that over the next two weeks. I think that's it. 
Next okay. week, we may come back with another X's and O's for you, maybe similar to this, show some popular plays. I'm seeing already that some people enjoyed this, so we may have to come back and, and do a little bit more of this next week. So Excellent. appreciate everyone who joined us this week live. And if you missed any part of the show, come in at any point. You want to go back and watch the full version, just visit YouTube, Radius Athletics. Search Hoops Forum on YouTube, and you can find that easily. Or if you're just an audio person, you can go back and listen to any part of it through a podcast platform just by simply searching Hoops Forum. For Randy Sherman, I'm Tony Miller. We'll talk again next time on Hoops Forum. <laughs>